Hello and welcome to this episode of uh, Let's Talk About. And today we're talking about uh, effective pricing and we've got Elad Amir on with us today. Um, I will not introduce Elad, I'll actually let him introduce himself in a short while. But Elad, to start us off, um, I know today we're going to talk about effective pricing, but what, what is it that you actually do? Um, I do a couple of things. Um, one, I'm a kind of like a gun for hire, if you like. Um, so I have a commercial cleaning companies that uh, approach me in order to help them grow their business. Um, and the other thing I do is I actually have my own commercial cleaning business that I run together with my wife. That's kind of in a in a nutshell. All right. So, so I mean, obviously, then how how important are accurate prices to to what you do? Incredibly important. Um, accurate pricing is something that um, directly impacts my success rates. Um, so, for example, um, if I if it, it's not just the success rates, I guess it's it's also the operational side. So, on one hand, if I'm not accurate, uh, I'm I'm going to be less likely, perhaps, to win a, a quote because I might have overestimated, um, and then I'm too expensive for the client. On the other hand, um, if I underestimate something and then hand it over to my clients to then go and operate it um, they can't because there's not enough budget there's not enough um, you know time for the staff to carry out the work um, the work is not going to be to a good standard and then the clients are going to cancel um, and then it all comes down to me and my reputation and you know the quality of work that I was meant to deliver so it's 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 incredibly crucial to get it right and I suppose then as well, if, as you say, if your prices are too high, you're not going to be competitive. So there really is this very, very small margin that you need to be working with them. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, because I work on a, on a no way, no fee um, basis with my clients, it's crucial that I, I convert as much as I can for, for my own sake. Definitely. Now, we, I know how you currently work out your prices, and we'll get onto that in a minute. But how did you, how did you originally calculate your, your quotes before you and I actually met? Um, it was uh, pretty much intuition based, um, which is what everybody else in the industry does. So currently what, what every other cleaning company in the world does is one of two things. They either give clients a, a like for like quote. So when you go and meet a client, they'll tell you, look, we currently have, I don't know, three members of staff carrying out three hours each a day of cleaning. Um, and people would just, you know, give them exactly that. Um, just under their brand, um, which if there is a problem in terms of cleaning standards, um, a lot of the times it's due to insufficient time allocated to carry out the task. So what companies essentially do is um, deliver the same problem under a different name, which is, you know, pointless. Mm -hmm. um, and the other way of doing it is you have a, an inexperienced salesperson that generally never held a mop and bucket in their life, um, walk around a building, put their finger up and just guess. Mm -hmm. And um, that obviously then leads to operational issues and a, a very unhappy client. So that, that's how we all used to do it until I got fed up and decided um, it has to change. Um, and, you know, I've, I've, I've literally measured, uh, I did time and motion studies on cleaning um, as, as far as I know to an extent that nobody has done. And then I needed a tool um, that would help me actually calculate and not just in my head, but visually for myself and visually for the clients. And that's where I got in touch with you. Well, yeah, I mean, for those watching, the, I've made Elad a spreadsheet, which I think is fair to say possibly ended up being one of the most confusing ones I've, I've ever done because of the, of the detail and, and just all the kind of options and selections that were available within the spreadsheet. Um, so it's, it's not just an overall kind of how many rooms are we cleaning, how long are we going to be there for, but it goes into massive, massive detail. 
Um, so, so now, Elad, since you've been using the spreadsheet, I mean, how much more accurate are your prices? I mean, it's down to about 99.9% .9 accuracy. It's, uh, it's really, um, it, it was a complete game changer. So just to give you an idea, um, on a good year, um, before I started using this, I used to sell probably about 400K worth of contracts. Um, we're talking about small to medium-sized contracts, um, whereas now I do a million pounds a year. Uh, thanks to these these spreadsheets. Obviously, there's other elements of experience and stuff that come with mm -hmm. it, but um, it, it's a game changer because what what really makes the difference is um, in terms of the the accuracy and and also the flexibility element that we added to the to the system, where clients can actually choose um, which rooms or what tasks they want and how often they want them to directly then change their price. Because before, I used to submit a quote, and it was kind of like take it or leave it. Yeah. Whereas now I'm sending you a quote. This is my initial suggestion. If you don't like it or it's too expensive, then you can amend it. And that's what people do. And once somebody engages with the spreadsheet and in 99% of the cases, it's a done deal. Well, because that, that was it. I mean, it's not it's, putting in quotes is not just about being accurate in your price. It's also about being flexible. It's about being putting the clients in control and I mean, I know as well for, for my own quoting, you end up with a situation, you can often end up with a situation where you submit a quote and the client feels it's not the right price, but they won't actually come back to you and say, can you amend it? They'll just avoid you or ignore you. And actually, yeah. if they've got that flexibility to be able to go and adjust and go, well, hang on, because no one, no one really, it's very seldom someone says, I want that and I'll pay whatever for that there's always a budget involved. And then there's sometimes they'll say, well, actually I wanted that, but on the budget, let's rather reduce what we're using. And this exactly. gives them that ideal opportunity to do, to do just that. And, and, and the clients absolutely love it. They like the fact, one, that it's transparent. So we show them down to the smallest detail, uh, thanks to your spreadsheet on, on, on how much it costs. So how long it takes to clean or carry out each task, how much it costs them. Um, and then they can decide how frequent they want it. And basically it was things like, um, so, so think of a, of a average office size of, let's say, I don't know, 30 desks. Okay. So 30 employees and a simple thing like, um, they have 30 personal bins and, and we say, well, actually, um, if you reduce those personal bins and we centralize them, then you're cutting down by this amount of time and this amount of money, it actually equates to 650 quid a year, removing yeah. 30 bins into two centralized bins. Um, but that's something that other companies don't have an idea of how to calculate or they don't have an insight into that. Um, and clients find it really powerful, even the act of a simple thing like collecting dishes. You know, I, I actually itemize it to the clients and say, well, us collecting X amount of dishes takes this amount of time and it costs you this amount of money every year. So it's your decision, it's your budget, whether you want to pay for your staff's laziness or you know, because it, it's really, it's a luxury. It's not something that, um, yeah, you know, in my personal opinion, if it was my budget, I wouldn't pay for that to be collected. But that's a different thing altogether. <laughs> and also, I mean, speed as well of quoting. I mean, because you mentioned before that a lot of people just go and do a like for like quote or will just kind of thumb suck a value. But if you did have someone in whatever industry, not necessarily the cleaning industry, who wanted to do accurate quoting, if you don't have the right tools for it, it's going to take you days to sit down and figure all, all of that out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot. It is a headache. It is a headache, especially 
often when you when you come to buildings that are you know over several floors if you deal with colleges and schools or even hospitals it it becomes a um, pretty much a guessing game there's no there's no real accurate way of of assessing it other than using you know something more systematic and scientific like um, a, a software or sorry a, a spreadsheet that is based on you know time and motion studies so it's really it's a complete game changer and it saved me um, weeks of my life that I used to spend, you know, trying to kind of crack, crack the, um, you know, the final price or what it should be or the calculation. And, and even then it was just a guess. So now um, it, it's accurate. Um, it's fair on the clients. So we're not overestimating. Uh, we're not ripping people off. We're not underestimating. So the cleaners and, you know, the operations team um, know that they can handle it and they don't have to rush around like crazy. Um, and it, it's a win-win really for everybody. And I mean, on a big on a big job, you mentioned like you know you've got ten story hospital or whatever the case might be. If you get if you get that quote wrong, that could be a massive issue either way. I mean, imagine, imagine you're under you're under quote and you've got a contract. Now all of a sudden you've got to deliver on that contract. That's a huge problem. Yeah, it's a huge problem, and there's a lot of money at stake, um, and obviously reputation at stake, which is at times more crucial than any money in the world. Um, but I'll give you one one example. Um, there's um, a really big college in um, in, in northwest London um, that I've uh, tendered on behalf of one of my clients, and they had a problem. They were paying about I think it's about 120 grand a year, um, and they wanted to improve the standards and reduce the price, right? That's every client's wish um, to, to, to achieve that. And thanks to the spreadsheet, uh, we actually managed to do that. So we got them paying 90 grand a year, um, but we're cleaning things. Um, so certain tasks are done less frequently, but at, at a really high standard each time. And we managed to achieve significantly higher um, hygiene standards and lower budget. And you, you couldn't otherwise do that. You know, if you go to an average company and say, look, you currently clean every room five days a week, but I want you to stop cleaning my meeting rooms every day and I want you to um, only do it once a week. And can you tell me what the price difference would be? They have no idea. They have no idea what, what that would be. They, they'll just come up with whatever figure and make it up. Well, I mean, you, you can't. There's no way you can work that out without something doing the calculations for you. You can't work that out at the top of your head in the meeting. It's, no, it's, it's not. Impossible. It's not possible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's been a real a real game changer. Absolutely. Because you know, when you first met with me to ask me to make this thing, and uh, I was thinking, yeah, a cleaning spreadsheet. How difficult can this be? And when we got into it, we re I realized there are a lot of there are a lot of things you don't actually consider. Uh, when I, when I as someone who's never been in the cleaning business or never owned one, I. I completely underestimate some of the things that, that you need to consider when you're going in. And as you say, each of those little things like, do you want them to collect the dishes to wash them? Those things take up a lot of time and therefore a lot of money and can make a huge difference to a quote. And it's, yes, and it's not just a collection. It depends on whether they use a, you know, a trolley to collect them or do they collect it by hand or do they use a little bucket? So every, everything has been measured and has an impact on time. Or even, um, you know, if you think of a sports hall in a school, um, you, you, I, we basically have a time for each type of equipment. So you would um, allocate, for example, a, a, a V sweeper, you know, like a scissor sweeper, um, to do that instead of just vacuum it, or because uh, obviously, obviously, you will spend the whole day there otherwise um, trying to do that. So it's always, um, you know, it's tool dependent, it's um, task dependent, it's very, it's, it's uh, venue dependent. So uh, you know, a nightclub will have different timings um, compared to a fertility clinic. 
yeah, for argument's sake. Mm. So, um, yeah, and and and, it, and the, the the spreadsheet allows us to have the flexibility to put as many tools as we want, as many types of businesses as we want, as many timings as we want, and and visually present that in a in a you know an attractive way to clients in a way that they understand. And that was, I think, one of the hardest things we had. How do we how do we put this across to clients in a way that doesn't scare them off? You know, like what the hell? Because we they they would have never seen anything like this before. Um, and that we, we achieved, you helped achieve that very well. Well, we do. I think one of the things as well that I think a lot of people who contact me for pricing spreadsheets such as this are concerned about is the client getting hold of valuable information. Um, and we've, we've overcome that by breaking the spreadsheets into various types. So you use one of them with all the, all the valuable numbers in your office. You get those prices done. You transfer data across to fuel the second spreadsheet that doesn't actually have the important numbers on. So even if your client breaks into the spreadsheet that they've got, they get they nothing from it. No, they, they get nothing from it. It's, um, yeah, you've done a really good job in uh, protecting it. So the security on it is really tight. And um, I think if, even if somebody, like you said, managed to break through one of the spreadsheets, they, they don't have the other one. Um, and do you know what, even if they had the other one, if they managed to break through both, I still don't think they'll understand what they're doing um, unless they, they had a you know really thorough rundown. So I think we found a combination of making it um, easy enough for, for me as a user um, and easy enough for the clients to understand, but also complex enough for somebody uh, not to be able to copy it. Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking if, if I didn't make that and someone brought that to me and asked me to crack into it and figure it out, I would struggle. So mm-hmm. I think most people probably would. Now, I made you another spreadsheet, the one that monitors all of your, all of your leads and, and tenders and all the rest of it. How, how's that one helping you out? That's been amazing. It's been really insightful um, because what I, what I was able uh, to start looking at is, um, so, so one of the things we do is we, we use a telemarketing company um, as well as other sources to set meetings for our clients and then meet the clients. Now, there's different telemarketers. So I was now... Uh, thanks to spreadsheet able to identify who are the better telemarketers um, so wh- which appointments um, are more um, you know are, have a higher success rate in terms of conversion and who do they come from I was able to identify as well where I want to focus um, the telemarketing efforts so for example there's certain types of uh, businesses that I'm really good at converting and some of them that the success rates are really low um, so for example um, charities uh, of, of most sorts, we, we decided to kind of, you know, stop, stop attending those meetings because it was just a really, really low success rate, whereas in comparison, dental practices were incredibly high um, or, you know, school. So it was, it was really, it was giving me an insight of stuff that I wasn't aware of. And also, um, you know, the average um, lead conversion time, just to kind of, you know, give an idea and, and remove any unnecessary frustration because um, the industry has perhaps longer waiting times from, from the m- moment you met the client to actually getting a decision, whether it's a yes or a no. So we're able to monitor that. Um, and, and, and obviously overall figures and, you know, which months of the year are the strongest ones and um, the ones that were weaker, why were they weaker? So, it, it, you know, the data in itself can be boring, but when you present it in a, in a, you know, in a useful way and, and you, you make a story out of it and you learn from it, then it becomes really valuable. And we managed to do that again through that spreadsheet. So it's, it's been uh, really good. 
Well, that's something, I mean, I obviously monitor all my leads as well and where they come from and which sources are, are better for, for getting leads and what type of jobs are more popular and all those kind of things. And I think one thing I've discovered is that what I thought was the situation before I actually started monitoring it isn't necessarily the situation. And your, your I don't want to say feelings because it sounds like the wrong word, but you do get a feel for some of these things and those can actually be wrong. When you actually yeah. sit down and analyze the data, you can figure out just how wrong you actually were. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of the times, you know, it's, it's objective. That's the beauty about data, right? It's, um, you know, it doesn't have any agenda behind it or it just shows you things as it is. And whether you take it on board and, and act on it, that's, that's down to you, obviously. But um, yeah, it's, um, I, like, I like data. Um, I know a lot of people shy away from it. Um, and it can be tedious and, and boring, but it depends on how you utilize it and how you... Um, yeah, how you take advantage of it, really. Well, that, that's, that's exactly it. Now, we mentioned, obviously, about your prices being more accurate and some of the clients. What if, have any of your clients commented on the spreadsheet and commented on the accuracy of the prices? And, and have you had any favorable feedback? Pretty much every client I meet uh, tells me that they've never seen anything like it. Um, they love the fact that it's transparent, um, it's honest, it's accurate. Um, and it's, it's something that before they even met other cleaning companies, or even if they have met some already, um, it, it kind of puts us ahead of everybody else. Um, because, you know, we, I'm in a very competitive industry. There's about 10,000 cleaning companies in the UK. Um, and it's, it's hard to find ways to be different. Uh, or people think it's hard. Uh, it's actually... Um, not that complicated if you know what you're doing, but it's, this is a, a great example of how we can really shine way above our competitors and, and actually make the client really question the validity of the quotes and the estimates that other companies done because hmm. here they, they are seeing somebody doing it, you know, really, really accurately, really scientific and in a scientific way. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's been really, really positive feedback from everyone. Um, I don't think I've ever had anybody say, that they didn't like it. Um, and I also reassure clients and I say, look, if you don't want to interact with it, that's cool. Just, um, you know, tell me after I send my initial suggestion, tell me what your budget is and then I'll make the amendments for you. And that happens quite a lot as well. Um, but, you know, as long as I, it helps me keep the engagement with clients and, you know, the, and they have um, reassurance because normally the people I meet with are office managers um, or facilities managers, and they aren't necessarily the final decision makers. So normally goes to a financial director of some sort and the, the, the finance people absolutely love it. They absolutely love it. They, you know, for them, spreadsheets, figures, breakdowns, detail, that's what they look for flexibility. Um, and they don't get it from anybody else. So, um, yeah, it's been nothing but positive really. And also, even if it is just you using it, I mean, I know I used to work in the, in the industry of, kitchen installations and and um glass installations and that kind of thing and sometimes a client would you'd send a client a quote and they'd come back to you going that's a bit high what if we switch this with that and sometimes just making those simple switches you had to re-quote again because it was such a complex process um, and you had to re-cost the whole job whereas now you don't you just go and change a, a few single component yeah you just change a screw instead of the whole thing it's it, it's really um, yeah, it saves a lot of time, saves a lot of headache um, and frustration. And yeah, I can't, uh, I, I can't um, really tell you enough how, how this has been uh, a game changer for me completely.
It's, uh, I, I remember when we first um, introduced the first version, because now I think you and I had uh, probably about 15 different versions that we you know, upgraded every time. But I remember the first version when we introduced it into the company. This is 2016 when I was still employed um, at one of the cleaning companies. And we had a 40% increase in sales in that year just from the introduction of this um of this software and it's it's been <laughs> incredible for the revenue it's been uh, yeah it, i didn't i didn't expect it to be that dr that drastic because i mean soon after you implemented it you sent me a, a very nice uh, um letter saying thank you and giving me a few a bit of information about how it improved and i was actually quite shocked um as to I mean, I knew it would. I knew it would improve things. I knew it would make an impact, but I didn't think it would make that, that big much. an impact. I think it surprised us all. Um, it really did, and mm -hmm. and it, and it constantly just got better and better and better with time. And obviously, we added a few more features and a bit more flexibility. And um, yeah, now it's pretty much where we wanted it, and uh, it's been where we wanted it for a while now. And it's uh, yeah, it, it it's brought us all a lot of money, both to my clients, to myself, to. Um, obviously saved a lot of money for some clients as well you know we've been able to identify uh, cases where cleaning companies have been drastically overcharging clients um, in fact i had a one of its first of its kind meeting yesterday with a client uh, it's a big uh, film school in west london um, that actually i came into the meeting uh, this is our second meeting uh, i came a little bit worried because we had a 20 hour uh, a week gap so i was the system was suggesting 20 hours more than what they're currently having um, but then we actually realized that they're paying a lot more than what we're suggesting even with the 20 hour gap so it highlighted that they're being massively ripped off in a way that i've never come across in this industry um, but again it basically highlights you know the gap and this is really important the gap in service and there's reasons for poor standards a lot of it is training and you know lack of professional management and wrong equipment but it also comes down to the timing and you the only way you can um you know objectively highlight that or identify that is by using that software and, and with this particular client it's done that really well but also i mean you, you say that they've been ripped off but i mean without knowing where the initial cleaning company came from that may that may have been intentional it might just have been the fact that they just couldn't work out the quote accurately yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, bottom line, when it comes to the figures, it doesn't really matter what the intention was. The fact is that they are being ripped off. They're getting um, incredibly poor standards, um, where they should have. There's enough budget there to eat off the floor. Yeah. Well, I had one last thing. Where we know you need to get to a meeting, so I'll let you get on. But um, just one more question: Do you have any yeah. advice out there for people who are struggling with pricing their projects, whether it be uh, service-based or obviously? products or anything like that if they're struggling to do, to do the pricing any advice for them yeah I, th I think systemize it systemize it um you, you need to understand the most most companies and it doesn't matter the industry they they don't really break it down they they're not very transparent um they don't give flexibility and they're also not that accurate um in terms of how how their pricing is done so again if you want to be different from your competition and if you want to increase um the chances of you converting into deals then i i think it's a no-brainer i mean it's uh, definitely the best thing i've done um and you know i, I could not have done it myself uh, i know i came to you with an initial version that i attempted to do um and we built on that but i i don't have the excel skills or knowledge that you do um and, and yeah it's been really the the biggest 
the biggest decision uh, or the most impactful decision I've made was to uh, come to you, have this done for me, and you know the several spreadsheets, and that really changed everything. I think one 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 thing that where your job stands out for me is that very often, I mean, don't get me wrong, most of my clients have an idea of what they want, and they have a um, they have input into what how how it looks and how it works. But I don't think I've ever had anyone who has come with. So in other words, the, the project we've done, I've obviously used my Excel expertise, but you've got your knowledge of the time and the motion and all the rest of it. And I couldn't have done this without your input and you couldn't have done it without mine. I think it was a nice balance of, of your, your experience and your knowledge with mine as well to be able to bring this to life rather than some clients will just dump something on my desk and go, can you make that? Um, and other people... Uh, they try and do it themselves because they've got that information. They want to keep it to themselves. But I think it was really the the combination that brought that together. I think um, you know, obviously, I, I trusted you, um, and you know, I trust you with with all the information I give you. I know it doesn't go anywhere else. So I'm happy to, you know, and I was happy to open up um, my ideas and how I've I wanted to visually look and you know, for, for in terms of functions, what I wanted to do. So there's no, um, I think it would have um, been counterintuitive to try to keep certain things to myself and and hope that you you know just understand it or or do it in your way um it's it's about the teamwork and i think this is a great example it worked really well uh we both got uh, what we wanted and um yeah it's it's been really nothing but a success i'm very glad to hear that and i thank you very much for your time i'll let you get on i do appreciate you having a chat with us